I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. You're listening to the Unique Life Podcast, and we are powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hey everyone, welcome to The Unique Life, where we unbox life and the wonders of your personality. This is Jason Law, creator of the Unique program series on the four personality types. I'm a best-selling author and a speaker to companies and organizations. It's a joy and privilege to be here again with you. I'm so happy because I've been counting. We have exceeded exceeded six months already. At first, I didn't know that I had the time to do this because it's not easy to host a podcast every week. But we're still here. I'm really happy. Thank you so much for listening, for tuning in, and following this podcast. I receive messages from people, from my email, from Facebook, how it helped them, how it had made an impact on them. And for that, I am thankful for you guys. So because of that, I'm also going to take a one-month break, and I hope to see you again after that. Well, two more episodes after a month break. We'll be bringing in more people to guest in the show. We'll unbox their life and unbox things that we can learn from them that would really make an impact. Uh, when I listen to these guests, I know that they would make an impact on you guys because they have made an, a huge impact on me. So for today's episode, since it's Independence Day, happy Independence Day. We've been colonized by the Spaniards for 300 years, and then the Americans, the Japanese, back to the Americans. We've been free for 50 plus years, both good and bad. And because we have a corrupt government, well, I'm just stating facts. What happened was we were released from being a prisoner and we enjoyed Hollywood for 50 plus years. It's like we're living a Hollywood life. And you compare our, ourselves from different, to different uh, countries in Asia, like Singapore, which was a swamp-infested province of Malaysia. It was kicked out as a province of Malaysia. They were bringing down Malaysia's economy. But today, Singapore is first world. And going back to the Philippines, the first airline in Asia was from the Philippines. It was Philippine Airlines. We were number one. But today, the Philippines is still third world. So our independence actually was good and also bad for us because we weren't able to maximize and really understand what independence is. Independence entails a lot of responsibility. You cannot be independent and not responsible at the same time. I mean, you have the independence to buy three cars, but you will also have the responsibility to get those cars fixed, 
maintain them like having three children all together. Or you have the independence, the freedom. Because independence is about freedom. You have the freedom to marry three women, but again, the responsibility to take care of those women and to provide for the, your children with them. So independence, well, it's a huge topic, of course. But for today's episode, I'm going to connect independence and Philippine independence to Filipino habits. <laughs> and I'll also talk about the four personality types basing our Filipino habits from our culture and also why it's important for us to understand the four personality types. You see the DISC personalities, you may have heard of them from uh, other books, other programs, but this is the first that is customized for us. Filipinos. Although I've taught this from different parts of the world to different different parts of the world. And if this is the first time you'll be hearing about this, backtrack to my first 10 episodes as I discuss the four personality types, the dominant eagle, influential, rooster, Sedi Karabao, and the corrective Tarshir, based on four, excuse me, of the most popular animals here in our country in the Philippines. So with the Philippine Independence Day coming up. This week, I'd like to talk about the Filipino habits, which is closely related to why I made Unique as well. And if you look at our culture, let's take a rundown of Filipino culture, Filipino habits. The first that I want to discuss is the habit or the culture of always inviting guests to eat. We are so hospitable. In fact, compared to other Nationalities, the Philippines may be ranked the number one in terms of hospitality. Even if we don't have anything anymore to offer our guests, we will still invite them. And for the courtesy of, let's say we're eating, and then we see someone at the door, we'll always, always invite them to eat with us. Even though we know that the the, the food that we have or the pack lunch that we have is only good for one person and one person only, and that's ourself. <laughs> the whole neighborhood is almost always invited to fiestas, birthdays, and more. I remember when this broke uh, gentleman was asking how he would eventually get out of debt. And I found out that this person also just had fiesta and celebrated it with their whole barangay. And I was wondering, why would you spend so much for a one-day event to treat everyone to have fiesta if you are already deep in debt? And he gave me the most brilliant answer. He said, Sir, kasi po yung mga kapitbahay namin may, may handa. Dapat kami po meron din. Yun yung kanyang definition of fiesta. You need to have food and you need to bring the whole barangay, invite them. You mortgage your, your future so that they can in, enjoy the present. So this is actually coming from the influential personality type, which is the more people person. 
wanting to invite everyone so they would look they would look uh, good they can keep up with appearances keeping up with the Joneses and it's detrimental in terms of making a living and getting out of debt if this is you you can afford not to have handa or not join the fiesta instead be the one to to get invited to your friends' homes <laughs> to your neighbors' homes not the one to invite them and lose months of your hard-earned salary from your work just to keep up with appearances. Another habit, another part of our uh, culture would be being respectful to the elderly. Being respectful to the elderly. It's amazing how we Filipinos would bow with yung nagmamano tayo. He actually got it from the Spaniard, from from the Span our Spanish traditions, subservience. That's why some people would say, "I don't want to do that because I'm not a servant anymore." Uh, I I talked to this Filipino expat who's now residing in Australia, and he told his children not to to do wag daw sila magmano. And his parents told them, well, this is our tradition. Well, this is a this tradition is all wrong because I don't want my kids to feel that they are uh they're that you're superior to them and that they are underneath you. And the parents said, What in the world are you talking about, Anak? <laughs> this is our tradition, this is a tradition of respect. And to give respect to his parents, he just said, "Okay, guys, uh, mano do magmano kayo sa inyong parents, <laughs> sa sa inyong grandparents." And it was such an issue to my friend that we had a small discussion about it, but I didn't want it to escalate anymore. So I just uh, showed him my side, and I agreed with to his side because he also has a point. But for us, this this is something much deeper. People from Luzon particularly always has apo and opo within sentences to ensure they have expressed their respect. And I fully agree with this. We have to be respectful, especially at a time when in Western movies, even in Disney movies, if you notice this, you will see the rebellion of the children to their parents that the children would impose that they are right and that their their parents are wrong and the movie will back that up and show the error of the parents until finally in the end they will they will patch up they will make up and then they will uh they will come back together and then the parent would apologize to the child same thing with the child but it leaves this nag-iiwan siya ng parang doubt and it's subliminal. It's subliminal that it's okay not to obey the parent, the mom, the dad, because you are right. And sometimes kids, children will take this to an extreme. Because of that, the seeds of a rebellious heart is being planted in the 
hearts of young people. So that's second. The third is resilience and being prayerful. Okay? By the way, the second one, we got that probably from a corrective personality who wants everything to be formal. That's fantastic. Third is resilience and being prayerful. The steady personality. Hey, check out my books on Shopee in Unique. That's Y-O-U, Unique Publishing. You'll find my four books there. Three on the personality types, Unique, Unique Youth, Uniquely in Love. If you want to know your strengths and weaknesses, why you do what you do, so you can be the best you that you can be. And my book on finance, Determined, spelled D-E-B-T, Take Control of Your Finances and Your Life. To finally get out of debt, stay out of debt, and take control of your financial destiny. For speaking inquiries, email us at info at jasonlaw.com. We will send you my profile for company events, sales rallies, motivational talks. I would love to see and meet your team soon. So the steady carabao, their resilience in terms of being patient, being loyal. In fact, they are the most loyal out of all. We bring this also in our job. Unfortunately, it can be good and bad as well because you can be loyal and you can be doing a working for a company, doing a job that you hate already. You've been there for decades and after retiring, you wonder, where did my life go? Doing something that you didn't like to do because you wanted to be loyal. Okay? Of course, there's room for loyalty. The other side to that, and I just realized this while I'm speaking right now doing this episode. You see, in all of our habits, part of our culture, there's, there's good and bad. So let me share also the good and bad behind those uh, cultures, habits that we are all accustomed to. So loyalty is one of the most underlooked qualities of a person. In fact, today it is non-existent anymore, as most would say, because if a new opportunity pops up, then your people, your staff, most of them would jump aboard that, that bandwagon and join that company thinking that they would have greener pastures at the other side of that fence. But loyalty, you see, you you should be loyal, but have to remember that, yes, you're loyal to your family, to yourself, but that loyalty can bring you a lot of great opportunities as well as you grow with the company. Mind you, before you give your loyalty, ask yourself, is this the company that I want to work for, that I want to be with 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now and grow with that company? And look at the owners as well. Are they people who you can trust? People that you know are trustworthy. They're good at their work. They're good at running the business, but they're also people of character. The fourth is buying and bringing pasalubong. <laughs> OFWs, if you are one, listen to this. We got this probably from an influential personality that wants everything to be happy, want, wants everyone to be happy, everything to be fine, no worries, hakuna matata. 
we care too much about the feelings of others than we make sh- that we make sure that we have something for everyone whenever we experience something great, like traveling or being apart from our families and spending too much of what we've earned for years just to make them happy. Again, this is good and bad. Just give what you can afford because your family, they're not really after what you can give them. They're really after being with you if you've spent enough time with them. I remember when my mom left the country for two years and stayed with our relative in Canada. I was like 13 years old back then. And we were writing letters, you know, during the days when during the, the, the days when you can't text someone, write an email, you write letters, and you write this long, long letter so that everything you want to tell that person, your loved one, it's already there. And like now when you message someone who you uh <laughs> uh Jason, what do you need? What do you want? Uh, I want it's one one sentence answers sometimes one word answers and we can afford that but not during our time you write all of the things you want to share there so ana kamusta ka na and then you answer your own question alam ko mabuti ka naman ako din mabuti din ako and you answer questions you imply or answer question their questions in advance until you come up with this 10 page letter <laughs> that uh well, we read it word for word. And when I received one of these letters from my mom and she tried working there, I messaged her, Mom, Mommy, you don't have to give me anything. She was asking me what I want. She was telling me all the things that she can give me. And I told her, I don't need anything. I just want you. Uh, I miss you. I just want to be with you. And peace. Come back. And when she did came back, well, true enough, she didn't give me anything. She just gave me a pack of ball pens. And I was hurt for days. I didn't tell her, of course. But after that, well, I was just happy that my mom was there. So Christmas, you see, when we're with our, we're spending time, Christmas time, we don't let our kids open all of their gifts at uh, 12 midnight. December 25, because we tell them what's more important is being together. So, Dad, please, let us open one gift, okay? And then they'll open one gift and they'll convince us again. Can I massage you? Can I open another gift? And before we know it, they've opened all of their gifts more than then. So we're trying to avoid that and prevent that. Let's spend time first before we open more gifts. So remember, this is both good and bad. You can give gifts that you can afford, but remember, they are there for you. They want your presence. Presence, not just your presence. Five is hang, haggling. Tumatawad. Mga dominance yan. This is a trick. I was just talking to my nephew a few days ago, and I told him, everything is negotiable. Filipinos, we love to negotiate. Right? Negotiate the price. Uh, manong magkano to? Uh, 500 lang po. Mahal naman. Sige po. 200 na lang. <laughs> Tindi ng ano, discount. Eh, no? We almost always find ways to get a discount. Okay? Well, I guess this is good. But remember, it also has to be win-win. The person who sold you something should always also be happy 
with the amount that he would be receiving so that you can have uh, a healthy relationship, especially if you are in business. Next time, the transaction will be smoother because both of you are happy. Sixth is being late. Where are you? What's the answer? On the way. <laughs> Where are you? Um, on the way, but still in the shower. Where are you? On the way, but still at home. Okay, dressing up. Um, where are you? Malapit na. <laughs> Malapit ng umalis ng bahay namin para pumunta dyan. Yan. Influentials. Of all the personality types, they are the most susceptible to being late because they have this syndrome called atatism. Atat na atat sila. Ever heard of Filipino time? You won't hear this anywhere in the world. There is no place in the world that this time zone exists. Only in the Philippines. Okay, if the meeting is 9 o'clock, what time do we arrive? 10 o'clock. If the meeting should start at 4, what time would it start? 5 p.m. Because we have to wait for others to be there. Okay? So, have uh, penalties whenever someone is late. You impose penalties like uh, paying 100 pesos, 500 pesos if they're late. Pag na late uh, tayo, yan, you have to own own to it and uh, tell the person why you're late. Not an excuse and apologize why you're late and next time, be early. Be early. If people cannot trust you with time, how can they trust you with money? How can they trust you with responsibilities? That's really heart-wrenching for me when I heard that when I was young. The speaker said, if people cannot trust you with time, how can they trust you with money? And I'm telling that to you guys. Here's what's interesting. I was, as I was mentioning a while ago before I had that um, voice break down, okay? In Tagalog, napaos ako or ano ba yung tawag doon? Yung nawalan ka ng boses. Nagbinata. Kaya na naman siya. Okay. What would eventually happen is that people won't, uh, won't trust you. And what's important, what's interesting rather is that if they are late in person for in-person meetings, even online over Zoom, they are still late. So it's not a matter of time anymore. It's a matter of habits. And eventually habits can become our character. Okay? We always love rushing to the last minute, to the last minute meetings, to that's us, last minute. So don't let that be you. Seventh is mabilang. The corrective tertiaries. Corrective tertiaries, you love to count. What is happening to me? Okay. Um, we also count whether it's our blessings, the amount we give and receive of simply if we've paid our monthly family dues. So mabilang ang mga Pinoy. Okay? Good and bad as well. If is the parents are always right. I don't agree with this, but let me go deeper into this issue or into this habit. Unlike other cultures, our extended family ties and our obligations to our parents last our lifetime. And the hierarchy on our families is very evident with the father as the head of the family and the mother as the light of the family. Well, yes, here in the Philippines, I think it's more maternal. 
more of the mother taking care of the family because the the dad is working. Although now there are more, uh, more and more women mothers who are working for the family to help the father, the dad, to bring in more money to help the family financially. But you see, this is a good and bad trait, and I want to go to another source, which is the Bible. In the Bible, it says there, honor your father and mother. This is the fifth commandment. And in that fifth commandment, you see there is a promise attached to it. And that promise is that you will live a long and a blessed life. Not just a long, but also a blessed life. So parents, you see, unlike the principle that respect should be earned, right? Not given. Yes, it applies to everything in life except to our parents because for our parents, we should honor them even if they are not honorable. Even if they haven't earned our respect, we should honor them. Why? Because I want to obey what the Bible says. And because of that, you will receive the promise, the reward of living a long and blessed life. In fact, maybe some of you, you're living a miserable life because you've brought a curse to yourself of not honoring your parents. Not honoring your parents. So honor them. Even if they are not honorable, you show them honor. Even if they haven't earned it, even if they're not close to you, even if you don't love your parents because they didn't, they don't have a relationship with you. Why? Because they are so busy. They didn't take care of you well. It's okay. And eventually, I believe that that love will be reciprocated. Okay? And if not, it's okay. You are receiving the promise that you will live a long and blessed life. For the women here, one clue that you can find, that you can use, if your husband would love you till death do you part, if you get old together, if your husband will still respect you, check how your husband is treating your uh, your husband is treating his mom. And you will have a clue how he would treat you when you get older or as your, your relationship progresses. You will see that how he treats his mom is your future. <laughs> I hope you are learning. By the way, please email me if this episode you've learned from it and it has made an impact on you. I promise you I would read your emails. You can also message me on my Facebook account. That's Jason Law, J-Y-S-O-N-L-O. And in my email, that's Jason at JasonLaw.com. I promise you I will reply to your message. And for those who have sent messages, hey, thank you so much. It's great hearing from you guys, and some have shared heartwarming messages. It's, this is, that's actually the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing now in this podcast, to hopefully inspire you and hopefully make an impact um, in your life. And before I continue on the ninth, let's take a peek at the other episodes here in our partner, Podcast Network Asia. 
Hi there, I'm Mish, host of Mish Conceptions, the podcast that talks about the common struggles of modern day millennials and Gen Zs as we all navigate through college, enter the real world, and build our careers. Let's talk about the realities of adulting and corporate world that no one will tell you about. These are the things you wish you knew sooner to get ahead in life or simply just to get by. Join me in my podcast, Misconceptions, as we discuss maximizing college, life after college, building your career, self-improvement, relationships, and anything and everything that will help you on your personal and career development. So make sure you check out my podcast after you listen to this episode. See you there. Before we head on to the rest of the episode, we want to say hi and big thanks to the guys from Kumu. Kumu is a Pinoy live streaming app where you can connect with Filipino streamers and celebrities. Use our link in the description to follow some Kumu streamers. Welcome back to the unique life where we unbox life and the wonders of your personality. This is Jason Law and shout out to Kumu, as I mentioned a while ago. Thank you so much. And to uh, the programs that you will be attending, as you heard a while ago, um, please check it out. I wanna. I'm looking forward to see you in one of my talks, in one of my workshops online. For now, and eventually, we're gonna be live. I don't know how long that would be because of this pandemic, but I'm gonna. I'm really looking forward to that again. This year, I did four live sessions, but I limited it now to online sessions. Whew, it's just amazing. Um, the feeling of seeing people face-to-face, the laughter, the applause. In fact, when I did my first live talk after over a year, my opening was, everyone, please give me a big, big round of applause. (laughs) That was my opening. And I immediately told them, thank you so much. That's the first time I heard live cheers, laughter. And they were so game. They were shouting. They were cheating. Probably it's also the first time they gave up an applause. They clapped after a long, long time <laughs> because of this pandemic. So, ninth habit is proud to be Filipino. And I don't think there's anything negative about this. We can't help but to be extra proud when one of our own reaches one or reaches a new milestone for the country. Whew. Proud to be Pinoy. No matter where you are right now, what you have achieved, achieved, you have to always remember your heritage, where you come from, where you came from. And you, you see, I have, uh, I'm half Chinese, and I have friends who are 100% Chinese, but they're Filipino Chinese. They may have 100% Chinese blood, but their heart, as they say, is 100% Filipino. So remember, um, especially if you're an OFW, be proud to be Pinoy. Be proud to be Pinoy. We, when I went to Hong Kong before, was this Hong Kong? Um, no, no, it was in Singapore. In Singapore. And... Um, there was a store there. They brought us to, um, you know, you, you, well, you're, if you're on a tour, they would bring you to places that would be like, um, yung mga, like stopovers. 
right? <laughs> so they can sell you more, so that you can buy more. And they brought us to this souvenir shop. And there was a uh, there was a clerk there who's Filipino. And I heard her from afar. She was whispering to her um, co-worker and she said, Hi, mga Pinoy, hindi bibili tong mga to. I mean, the audacity. I was so, so angry deep inside for someone, a Filipino, to look down on Filipinos. Right? Well, actually, tama naman. Totoo naman yung sinasabi niya. <laughs> Yun naman talaga bibili. <laughs> Kasi that's not our thing. Yung mga nasa souvenir shops. You know, she's right. But you don't have to verbalize that. And you don't have to look down on Pinoy's to show that. Uh, uh, to express what would look like a fact. But you see, we see this all around. Even in Pinoy's from different parts of the world, from the U.S., um, in the Middle East. But, of course, there are also Pinoy's who, who were raised outside the country, but you see that they are proud of their heritage. So, be proud to be Pinoy. If there is one thing that you can learn from this episode, it is that. So, those are some of the habits this time of the season, Independence Day, part of our culture, and remember, for those of you who have listened to this, take the good, but take out the bad as well. Because you are not your habits. You are not our culture. You are uniquely you. So for the different personality types, it varies as well. I mentioned about the dominant eagle, influential rooster, steady carabao, and the corrective tarsier disc. D-I-S-C, the dominant, influential, steady, and corrective. An American dominant is very different from a Filipino dominant. Because American dominance may be at a 10, but Filipinos, maybe the high dominant would be at around 7 compared to an American dominant. Because Americans, their culture is more of a dominant culture. Brazilians, I think, would be influentials. They're always happy. They're always smiling, hospitable. They're, they're, they seem... Uh, they, they're not shy, okay? The Japanese would be correctives. They're very analytical, very respectful of other people. In Japan, uh, when we were there, we got lost. We asked uh, a, a Japanese passerby for instructions, and he stayed with us for minutes, I think for more than 10, 20 minutes, and directed us, even brought us to where we need to go. That's part of their culture. And for the Filipinos, our culture, we're a culture of steady carabaos. Because we don't like conflict, we don't want like confrontation, we keep our opinion to ourselves. That's the majority of Filipinos were steady carabaos. It's interesting as you learn more about the personality types, you get to learn more about the different types of people. And there you go. That is our episode for today. Unboxing Habits. This is Jason Law. Happy Independence Day. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in again next time. God bless you. Hey, check out passionfruitph.com, our partner here in the unique life. 
passion fruit marketing. So if you have any needs for your marketing or your passion projects, they are the people you should talk to. Want to unbox your full unique personality? You can grab a copy of my books, Unique, Unique Youth, and Uniquely in Love. Find them in my website, jasonlaw.com. That's J-A-Y-S-O-N-L-O. You can also follow me in Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter so that we can keep in touch at Jason Law. See you in the next episode. Reviews and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.